Shalom Uvracha, this is Chazar Shir number 5, where B'siyat HaDishmai will be learning Simon Kuf Pidalid and discussing two main topics. Number one, the obligation to bench where you ate, and number two, what should you do if you're uncertain whether you benched or not. So let's begin with the first topic of the obligation to bench where you ate. So the Mishnah in Shabbos quotes a machokas between Bisham and Bisela. What happens if you accidentally leave the location where you ate, and then you remembered that you didn't bench? Do you need to go back to your location or not? Bishame says you need to go back, and Bisela says you do not need to go back. The Gemara infers that only that the machlokas is only when you left accidentally. If you left intentionally, everyone agrees you need to go back. Um, but and the, and the whole machlokas is what happens if you accidentally left. Where Bishama says you go back because what do you mean if you forgot your wallet upstairs, you would go back and get your wallet. So also if you forgot the bench, you should go back and uh, and bench. And Bissel says no, uh, you can bench where you are. How do we paskin? The Bissel quotes the the Rush who paskins like Bissel that you can. Uh, like uh, Bishamah, then you need to go back to the original location. And the Rambam, who paskins like Beis Hillel, who says that you can uh, bench in your current new location. The Shulchan Aruch in Sif Aleph says that there's a chiv, he paskins Allah Chlamaisa, there's a chiv to bench in the location that you ate. Rav Shainberg explains why is there a chiv to bench in the location where you ate, because there's more shabach, there's more praise to Kaddish Baruch Hu when you're saying thank you in the place that you got Hana. The Shulchan Aruch continues and says, everyone agrees that if you left the place bemazed, that you're obligated to return in order to bench. Though he quotes the Rambam, who says that if you transgress this then and you benched in the new location, even though you left intentionally, you, uh, you're still yotzi, meaning you don't need to go back. But if you left the location intentionally, and then you remember you need a bench, so you have to go back to your original location in order to bench. What should you do if you accidentally left the location uh, that you um, that you ate? Do you need a return or not? So the Shulchan Aruch is not machriya. He says, according to the Rambam, you do not need to go back. You can bench in your new location. According to the Rosh, you can bench in the location that you're in at that um, at that at that given point. Says the Mishabura, how do we pass like the Shulchan Aruch is not machriya? So the Mishabura says that we should really, even when you left the location b'shogeg, ideally you should really go back in order to bench. However, uh, will be so much on the opinion of the Rambam that you can bench in the new location that you're in. What's considered Bishas Atchak? So the Rambam says if you're ready and rude, if you're traveling uh, and it's going to stress you out, you won't be able to focus if you go back to the original location. So then you can bench ready when you are uh, in route. There's another location, there's another uh, exception of when you're allowed to bench in the uh, in the second, uh, in the new location that you're in. And that's the Shulchan Archen Sivbeis. The Shulchan Archen Sivbeis uh, Paskins that let's say in the new location you have a piece of bread or you brought a piece of bread with you. So if you eat a piece of bread, even less than a kazais, the Mishabura says, but it has to be specifically bread. It cannot be possible kissing. So then you could uh, you eat in that new location and then you're able to uh, and then you're able to bench in that new location. And the benching is going to go on what you ate over there and on what you ate in your uh, in your original location. And and when we learn Shinu Makom, so we learn these halachos that if a person is eating bread and he goes to a new location, so then you really shouldn't leave. You should bench where you are. But if you already did leave and you're now in a new location and there's bread in that new location and you can eat it, so then the halacha is that uh, that you eat that bread, uh, you eat even less than a kazais, and you can bench in that um, in that location. So that's the second exception of how you can bench in the new location that you're in, and that's if you have bread uh, with you in that second location. The third exception, Mishabura says, is that let's say you left a certain situation, uh, you left a location, and if by the time you come back, you're going to be hungry again, where you lose your obligation to bench, so then you can already bench in a new location. So the example we gave, you got on a bus to go to, uh, I don't know, a long, a long drive. It's a, it's a two-hour drive, an hour drive. So if by the time you get there, you get back on the return bus, right? When you reach your final destination, you'll get back on the return bus in order to, in order to get to, to where you ate. You're already going to be hungry again. So then you won't need to. Uh, so then you can bench in the in the location that you're in, 
location that you're in uh, there. So what is the, so, so again, so the halacha is, like we said, that a person is obligated to bench where he ate. That's something always, you should always go back uh, to where uh, to where you ate. Why? Because in that location, that's where there's the, more, the most Shavach Ta'akadosh Baruch There's three exceptions of when you can bench in a new location. Exception number one is if you left accidentally and it's a Shasat Chak, it's a Tircha to be able to go back. Exception number two is if in the new location, you eat a little bit amount of bread. So it's as if the meal continued in that location, you can bench there. And exception number three is that if by the time you return, uh, you're going to already be hungry again and lose the ability to bench, so then you can bench in your new location. Then we got into uh, practical applications of this halacha of benching where you ate. So the first thing we need to find is what's considered the original location of where you ate. Do I need to sit in the exact chair or not? So the Mishabur discusses three cases. Case number one is if you're in a huge hall, right? If you have, if you're in one huge room, even from one corner of the room to the other corner of the room, you're allowed to bench in uh, in any part of that in any part of that room as long as you um as long as you are um as long as you're within the same room. So this is fairly common at weddings where you have someone, you know, you're at, the, at your table and then when it's time for benching, they say, oh, could everyone come around the Hassan and Kala's table? So everyone sits around the Hassan and Kala table. It's in the same room, but you can't even see your original seat. You can't see your original seat because it's... Uh, you know, it's behind the mechitza. Still, the Allah is, it's considered the same room. That's not considered a different location. And it's going to be okay uh, to bench uh, to bench there. The, the, so, Lechora also, if you're, you know, in your, in your house, a lot of people have their dining room next to the living room. So, you can theoretically bench on the couch also, because that's still in the same room. But we said that a person shouldn't bench on the couch, because a person shouldn't bench, uh, you know, leaning back in a relaxed position. He should really be sitting at the table and benching uh, properly. So, that's the first case that we saw in the Shulchan Aruch, second, in the Mishabura. The second case that we saw in the is that let's say for some reason you can't uh, bench in the room that you're in. So let's say you're in the kitchen and there's a foul smell. So you can't bench there. So you can leave the room. If you can see the place where you sat, uh, then that's also, you're able to, you're able to bench in that, uh, in that location. The third uh, case that the Shulchan Aruch said is that let's say you're leaving the place, where, the room where you sat, you're going to a different room and you can't see that room. You can't see the, the first room you were in. So for example, you're going from your kitchen to your, uh, to your bedroom. Most people can't see the the kitchen from their bedroom. So they went from the kitchen to the bedroom. Uh, so there the Allah is, is that if by the time I washed, I had in mind that I'm going to be benching in my, in my bedroom. And on top of that, there's a reason that I can't bench in the kitchen. For example, there's a foul smell. Says the Magadaram, it could be Efshar that you can bench in your, in your bedroom in the other, in the other room. And the Lushi Srat, he tries to understand. He says, why is that only in Efshar? We saw by Shinu Makom that let's say I start a, a bagel in my, uh, in the kitchen. And I know I want to finish the bagel in my bedroom. So if when I'm washing, I'm having in mind that I'm going to finish in the bedroom, I can take the bagel and bring it to the bedroom. So why over here, when I want to bench in the bedroom, do we not say, if I have in mind, it should be lechatchila, the bench in the, in the other room. The Magna Ram is saying, no, only if you had in mind and you can't, and you can't bench in the first room, so then after, then maybe it's, uh, it'll, be, uh, it'll be okay. So, uh, so the Levush Yishad explains, he says very simply, he says, when it comes to eating, I have the right to eat wherever I want. So I, if I make a hamotzi on a bagel in, my, in the kitchen, I can finish it, and I have in mind that I'm going to finish it in my bedroom, I can continue in the meal wherever I want. He says, but if I ate the whole bagel in my kitchen, and I'm having in mind to bench in the other bedroom, that's already going against the halacha. The halacha is that you need a bench in the location where you, uh, where you ate, because that's where you give proper shavach ta'kadosh baruch So making a t'nai against uh, the, the psak halacha, that's not something that's, uh, that's acceptable, uh, and therefore it's only going to work. But derech efshar, if you can't bench in the, you know, in the first, uh, in, in the first location, in the kitchen, because there's some sort of, um, 
some sort of bad smell. So, so that was the, the sugya of indoors, right? So if you're indoors, again, if you're in the same room, you can mention any location in, the, in, the, in that room. That was the first, first the halacha of the Shulchan Aruch. Second halacha in the Shulchan Aruch is if you're going from room to room, but you can see the, the original room, you can also bench in the second room as long as there's some sort of minya, some sort of uh, reason why you can't bench in the original room while you ate. And then number three is that if you had it in mind to bench in, the other, in a different room, so then that would work. Even if you don't see the original room, only after, meaning maybe it would work, if in the first room there's some reason that you can't bench there, there's like a smelly diaper or whatever it is. So that's with regards to eating inside. What about eating outside? So here the Mishnah says if you're eating outside in a place that's not mukaf michutzot, in a place that's not uh, like closed off, so then you need to eat within Daladamos of where you uh, of where you need a bench within Daladamos of where you ate. So if you're at a, at a picnic in the park, uh, now you're having a frisbee catch. So the luck is in order to bench, you have to go back to the to the picnic in order to uh, in order to make the bracha. Uh, the last thing we discussed over here is um, which foods require you to go back uh, to bench in that original location. So the, the Shulchan Aruch, uh, seems he brings the Yesh Vayish, and he seems to pass and then that with bread, obviously, and, and with mizonos. You have a croissant. Ideally, you have to go back to, to where you ate. Again, if in the new location you eat or you, uh, you, know, the, you left accidentally, all the exceptions would apply. But then you had a mizonos and then you took your dog out on a walk or whatever it is. You're like, oh, I didn't bench yet. So what? I didn't make a bracha achrona. You really need to go back in order to make, in order to make the bracha achrona in the, in the original location. The Raman and the Mishaburah quote what they said in Kofayin Ches, where there the Shulchan Aruch brings three shitas, and the Mishaburah there says to really try to follow all three shitas. So whether you're eating Shiva Saminim, whether you're eating Mizonos, or whether you're eating bread, the halacha is, ideally, you should really go back to the original location in order to bench. So that was the sigya of leaving the uh, place where you were supposed to bench, and, 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 uh, and you forgot to bench, do you need to go back or not? Now let's discuss the second case, uh, the second main case of the, of the Simen, and that is what should you do if you're besopic, if you're uncertain whether you bench or not. So the Yerushalmi Brachos and the Shulchan Aruch Paskin, that since benching is a chiv doraisa, so savik doraisa l'chomer, if you're unsure whether you benched or not, you need a bench. You need a bench. That was the Shulchan Aruch and Simin, Kuf Pei Dalid, Se'iv Dalid, that's why he paskins Allah Chalamais. And the Mishabua says, one second, it's only when you're fully full, right? If you're stuffed, when you have a chiv deraisa, that's when there's a chiv deraisa, and that's when we're going to say savik deraisa l'chomer. But if you just ate a kazais and you're not full, so then it's not a Savik Deraisa, rather it's a Savik Derabana. And we're going to say Savik Derabana in the Kula. So very simple, a person eats the shawarma and he's stuffed to the gills. He's not sure whether he benches, whether he benched or not. He needs to bench again. But if a person ate only a little bit, he took a, a small piece from the chala. Uh, now he's not sure whether he, he benched or not. The luck is he does not need to bench uh, again. So now, in the case where you're fully full, in a case where you had a full meal, where you stuffed, you had a shawarma, and now you've, you're uncertain whether you benched or not, do you need to make... Do you need to bench all the brachas, right? Because the first three brachas are deraisa, but the last bracha is a derabana. So maybe we'll say savik deraisa lechomer only on the deraisas, but don't make the last bracha. So it says the mishabura uh, that you have to bench all all four brachas. And there's two reasons. One reason the Mishabura says in order not to be mizalzal in the fourth bracha, that people are going to say, oh, the fourth bracha is derabana, you don't really need to do it. And number two is the svar of the of the Prichadish, who says that it's exactly like Kriyashma. The halach is that if you're uncertain whether you cited Kriyashma or not, so you need to say Kriyashma with all the brachos. Together. Why? Because when Chazal were Masakin Kriyashma, they were Masakin Kriyashma with all the brachos. So benching also, they're Masakin to say all the benching. So so too you need to make uh, all the brachos with, with Kriyashma, and that's how Ashkenaz and Paskin. Uh, therefore, you need to, when you bench, you need to say all the, all the brachos. And that's how we Paskin, both in regards to Kriyashma and both in regards to, to benching. If a person is Mesopic and he was full, whether he benched or not, he should bench all four. That's how Ashkenaz and Paskin comes to Lertian and he says, no, the fourth bracha, you will make Safik uh, brachos lahakel, and you don't, uh, you don't make that extra, that extra bracha. What about the two claims of the of that we saw so it says the orlatian claim number one that people are going to be mizazel in it we're not worried about zilzal on something that 
doesn't happen on a consistent basis, right? Something that's once in a blue moon, a person forgets the bench, that we're not worried about. What about the second claim of the, of the Birkar's Kriyashma? So he says, no. He says, that's different. He says, when it comes to Kriyashma, so there's a Chiv Daraisa to, to say Shema. Come Chazal and they say, in order to be Yotzi the Chiv of Shema, we're going to add onto that Brachos. And Ke'in Daraisa Tikkun. They were misaking those Brachos on the level of Daraisa. And therefore, if you're not sure whether you said Shema or not, you say it together with the Brachos. But when it comes to benching, it could just be that there's a Chiv Daraisa to bench. Yeah, you have a chiv the rice at the bench, which are the first three brachas. Happens to be Chazal later on added a fourth bracha because of Aruge Beta. Right? And that was just added on. But not when, not that you have to, not that it was enacted as part of benching Mamish as like to be Yoitzah, the Iker Chiv, and therefore, uh, and therefore it would still be considered a suffix to Rabbanan, and therefore the, the Orla Tzion Paskins, that uh, if a Sephardi ate and he's full and he's stuffed, and he finished ben- and he's not sure whether he benched or not, he should only recite the first three brachas. What's another nafkamina? Is if a person is thirsty. So the Allah, the, the, Ram, the Ramah quotes a sheet in the Rishonim that says that if a person is ate a whole meal and he didn't drink and he's thirsty, so his chiv to bench is only chiv to rabbana. It's not a chiv to rice. So it comes to the and it says, according to that opinion, if you ate a whole shwarma and you didn't drink anything and you're still thirsty, so then it's still a suffix to rabbana. Right? According to that seat, it's the Savik Darabana, and we're going to say Savik Brachos Lahakal, and you would, not, uh, you would not need the bench. But it says the Orlitzian, what should you do? Drink a cup of water, and then your Chiv will be a Chiv Daraisa. It will be at least a Savik Daraisa, whether you benched or not. And then you would have to, and then you, uh, and then you bench again. What's the Allah with regard to women? So the Shulchanarch and Simon Kufpeva, Paskins, that women are obligated to bench. But then he says it's a Savik, whether the obligation is biblical, because it's a Pasik, or maybe it's only Darabana um, uh, for two reasons. Why might there Chiv be only derabanan, and either because it says in the pasuk vachalt v'svatu v'rachta s'shem akachal ha'aretz atovah shen asalach, and women don't yarshin uh, don't yarshin eretz Yisrael, or it's because uh, they're not obligated meikradin to say al briskas shechasamtu v'sereinu val val teraschas shemadatani because they don't get a bris and they don't get uh, and, and they're not mechuyiv in limonator, so it could be that their chiv is only derabanan. So the shulchan aruch pasuk in tzafik whether a woman is chayv midaraisa and or midarabanan. What's the nafkamina? So the shulchan aruch says the nafkamina whether the woman could be moti a man if she's she can be moti man. She's mechuyim midorabanan. She can't be moti man. But for us, it's also going to be an afkmina. If she's mechuyim midoraisa, so then if she's not sure whether she bench, we're going to say savik deraisa lechora. And if she is sure, and if she's only mechuyim midorabanan, so we're going to say savik deraisa lekula. Comes the shari Ephraim, we quote it in the Mishabura, and says that if a woman wants to bench, um, if she's uncertain whether she benched or not, and she wants to bench, we allowed her bench. Why? Because it's mashma from the Gemara that Rechiv really is a chiv deraisa. Bekiva Eger says, "What do you mean? The, the Mishabura is still paskins that it's a suffix, and since it's a suffix, uh, a woman should not bench if she's uncertain whether she um, whether she benched or not. If she's uncertain whether she benched or not, she should not bench." So the Mishabura paskins Allah Almighty had you paskin. If the woman wants to bench, we don't stop her. She's allowed to bench. However, come to the Al Kadosim and says, "No. When it comes to women, if they're uncertain whether they benched or not, they should not bench. Uh, they should not bench because of uh, suffix brachos." And he says it's a fake stake. A suffix number one is whether she benched or not, right? Either she benched or she didn't bench. And even if you want to tell me that she didn't bench, maybe her chiv is what? Is only chiv de Rabbanan. Right? Maybe her chiv is only chiv de Rabbanan, and therefore it's considered a fake stake. In the footnote, he quotes that it's not, it could be that it's not really a fake stake because you can't say it the other way. It's not a fake stake that's mishapich, that goes in both directions. But Lamaisa, that's how he paskins halacha uh, Lamaisa. So when it comes to women, 
Uh, Ashkenazim say that if she wants to, she's uncertain whether she benched or not. If she wants to, she could. And according to the Yalkut Yosef, the best thing to do is for her to say it, uh, to say mentally uh, in her head and not, uh, not to actually say the words. What's Allah with regards to a katan? So here, Shom Zaman says, if a katan is not sure, a katan male, if he's unsure whether he benched or not, so the Allah is that he should bench again. Why? Because the whole point of Chinuch is to train him what to do when he's an adult. So you're right, right now, his Chiv is only the Rabbanan. But Chinuch, we're training him so he should know what to do when he's an adult. When he's an adult, what should he do if he's uncertain whether he benched? He should have to uh, bench again. And the last thing we discussed is until when do you have an obligation uh, to, to bench? Until when, right? With the whole simon is talking about what's halacha if I go to, if I forget to bench and I left my house, right? So now I need to go back to bench to the original kitchen. So until when does that obligation uh, to bench last? The Shulchan Aruch and Sefei says the obligation to last is until the food is digested. How do we calculate until the food is digested? Until you are, uh, you're hungry. So you, until you start to, be, to become hungry. So if you are uh, let's say you ate a shawarma and then you start to become hungry. The moment you start to become hungry, you can no longer bench. The Mishabura points out that, that, um, that let's say you didn't eat till satiation. I had only a kazaisa bread. So now I'm hungry when I was finished eating. So until when could I, until when could I bench on what I ate? So there he says 72 minutes. And the Mishabura also points out that this halacha of your, you lose your ability to bench once you become hungry applies to all foods. So when it comes, it applies to fruit and applies to snacks and applies to, to mizonos and, and to everything. So, and, and even to drinks. And therefore it says, um, it says, it says when it comes to like drinking in the summer, if it's hot, if a person drink and then he took a walk and he's now really thirsty again, so the chore, he loses his ability to, to make a bar in the fashos on, uh, on, on what he eat. The last thing we discussed was what's the halacha if a person throws up. If a person throws up after he eats, uh, is he obligated to bench or not? So the chidah and the berke Yosef, he wanted to say that you are, um, that you don't need a bench. Why don't you need a bench? Because it's, much better than actually digesting the food. What's Allah if I have a shawarma at one o'clock in the afternoon and then at three, I become hungry again and I forgot to bench. So if at three, I become hungry again, now I lost my ability to bench. So says the Chida, if I'm throwing it up, if I eat at one and I throw up at one thirty, and all that food is gone, so that's much better than, than digesting it. If, dig- if after I digest it or I start digesting it, I don't need to, I don't need to bench, Right? I lose my ability to bench. So here also, if the person threw it up, he loses his ability uh, to bench. The Kol Eliyahu, which was his contemporary, uh, Rav Eliyahu, Rav Yisrael Eliyahu, he argues with him, with the Chidan. He says, no. He says, there's two reasons why you would have to bench. Number one is that there's probably a kazais that's left inside. Uh, you probably didn't throw everything up. And if you didn't throw everything up, so there's a little bit of a kazais left. And if there's a little bit of a kazais left, the halach is that just by eating a kazais, you have to bench. Uh, and then reason number two is that most people, a lot of times after they throw up, they're actually uh, not hungry, meaning they're still full. So it's not like the food was fully digested, and therefore, uh, and therefore they would not need to... Um, and therefore, and therefore, if you um, and therefore if you threw up after eating, uh, you would have to, you would still have to bench. And Lamaisa the Chochani says that if you're full after throwing up, Lamaisa you should bench, right? Uh, because you probably didn't throw up everything. But if you mamish threw up everything and uh, and you feel like you're you're hungry after after you threw up, so then maybe you lost your ability, uh, you lost your ability to bench. So that was the sugya. That was the simin kuf pe dalid